Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Positivity Pod, your destination for delightfully positive fantasy football content. Things are really heating up as we head into week three. We've got owners not fulfilling their obligations, cans getting returned to pay entry fees, triggered folks left and right on the text thread, and Prisbal sending awful trade offers. Yes, please, can I have two guys on your bench for my first pick? Cool. Y'all know the drill by now. On today's episode, we're going to look back on week two and look ahead to week three. We've restructured the way we do our look ahead, so I hope you guys enjoy that. But before we go any further, today's episode is sponsored by Kelm's Chronic Dispensary, your premier destination for all your cannabis needs. Use promo code HAPPY at checkout to receive $69 off any order over $420. Kelm's Chronic Dispensary, your premier destination for all your cannabis needs. Let's give out some awards. Selecting this week's Josh Allen of the Week was not easy. There weren't a ton of strong performers. Certainly, Pat Mahomes was a candidate with his four touchdowns in one quarter, but Flad would have won that game with a zero from him. Shout out, Prisbal. So he's not going to get it this week. This week, the Josh Allen Award goes to Baker Mayfield. An 89-yard touchdown to give the fuckboys the victory on Monday night Fantasy football simply does not get better than that. The ding-ding of the week in week two is Ed Kelm. Ed carried out a homophobic attack on the fuckboys for not hitting the century mark last week, and then he failed to do the same thing this week. Good job, Eddie. Karma's a bitch. We've got one new award, the Flad of the Week. This week's flat of the week, Dave Flat. Congrats to all award winners. Now for our week two recap. For the second week in a row, I was four and three against the spread, bringing the season record to eight and six for plus 1.4 units. This week, favorites were four and three, both straight up and against the spread. Through two weeks, Every time a dog has covered, they manage to win the game outright. The theme of the majority of this week's games, curb stomping. Five of the games were decided by an average of 45 points, while the other two games were the two closest games we've had so far this season. Game 1, Mitt v. Keegan. This one hurts to talk about, not only because my team got crushed, but because Keegan used the Patriots to do so. A bit of a top-heavy performance as Keegan got 84% of his points from four players. Game 2. Adam v. Eddie. We already know from the Ding Ding Award that Ed did not have a strong performance. Even his ideal lineup would not have cracked a Benjamin. Since Ed did not put up a fight, AJ Cruz doing easy dub. Game three. Flad v. Prisbal. In the battle of the drinking problem teams, we had the blowout of the season. And surprisingly, with these two participants, that had nothing to do with a breathalyzer. 
An impressive performance from a handful of flat guys, double-digit receptions from both his starting wideouts, and we already know what Mahomes did. That allows Flad to cruise to a victory. Bit v. Girio. What to say here? Girio is a wagon, was a wagon, remains a wagon. Steady production across the board, and he continues his winning ways. Bit looks like he could be in a little bit of trouble with the Breeze injury and no backup on the roster. An impressive performance of futility from Bit this week, as his quarterback, tight end, and kicker combined for a grand total of zero points. And he still managed to outscore Ed. Game 5. Ramsey v. Fuckboys. The game of the week, the game of the season. Ramsey got an impressive late touchdown from Julio on Sunday night to give him a 39-point lead heading into Monday Night Football. The Fuckboys countered with Baker's strong performance combined with the fact that the Browns' D got to face Trevor Simeon and Luke Falk, giving them just enough ammo to get the victory. Game 6. Groot v. Bushnell. Second closest game of the season so far. Not a whole lot jumped out at me while reviewing this game. Both teams played hard. Good job. Good effort. Groot moves to 2-0. Game 7. Caleb v. Sunday. The other victim of the QB injuries from this week. KK starting out 2-0, but let's see if Matt Stafford can continue to carry that momentum. CBS projected Cam at 28 points. We told you last week that was banana lands, and we were proven correct. Fortunate matchup for Caleb this week, as nine other teams would have beat him. But you know our motto here, a win is a win. Let's start our week three look ahead with the game of the week, Groot v. Girio. This is our only matchup of 2-0 teams, and the line as a pick'em reflects how even this matchup is. Will both Dak and Lamar continue to put up big numbers? Dak certainly has the better matchup facing the disgraced Dolphins, as Lamar, who should also be eligible at running back, has to go into Arrowhead and face the Chiefs. Girio has the hammer with Cooks and Gurley playing Sunday night, and I hope it comes down to that. I do like Groot's matchups a bit better, and my official pick is that Groot wins a nail-biter. Moving on to our also-rans, the mediocre matchups of the week that no one other than the participants really care about, Bit v. Fuckboys. I'm curious to see the last time the Fuckboys were favored. So if we could get the stats department to look that up, I would appreciate it. Fuckboys are minus 8 versus Bit, and I actually think that's deserved in this instance. The challenge for them will be starting two players against the best pass defense in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. I think we see another underwhelming performance from Baker in primetime, but the Fuckboys will do enough to get the win and the cover. Pick Fuckboys minus 8. Second also ran is Ramsey. Minus 2 v. Adam. This is a battle of two former champions who haven't been relevant in many, many years. Adam should be ashamed of himself for having Antonio Brown in his lineup, but I think that's enough to propel him to victory. 
Adam plus two. The next game we're looking at is Keegan minus eight v Bushnell. It pains me to say this, but I think Keegan gets the victory here. My only hope is that cheap shot artist that plays for the Jets does us all a favor and takes out Brady's knees. Pick Keegan minus eight. Next up, Caleb minus 25 v Prisbol. This line is reflective of the quality of each of these teams. One of the few things Prisbol has working for him is that he starts both Cole Beasley and the Bills D. So I know everyone in the league will be cheering for him. I don't think it'll matter. Caleb minus 25. Our last also ran is Mitt v. Flad. This game highlights the absurdity of the sports line projections. They have Mahomes projected at 26 points and Jameis on Flad's bench, who stinks out loud, projected at 28 points. We all know Mahomes is going to score 50, making this line completely bogus, and for that reason, the pick, Flad, plus the three. Lastly, we're going to look at the dud of the week. The dud of the week takes us to the frozen shores of Lake Ontario circa 2004 in the dilapidated town of Oswego, New York, where two Eskimo brothers became best friends and bitter rivals. The experts have Sunday pegged as a 19-point favorite over Eddie, the low man from last week. It's my thought that Sunday will treat Ed like one of his five daily blunts and smoke him into extinction. Sunday, minus 19. Quick recap of the picks. Groot in a pick'em. Fuckboys minus 8. Adam plus 2. Keegan minus 8. Caleb minus 25. Flad plus 3. And Sunday, minus 19 are your official week 3 picks. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed being here as much as I enjoyed having you here. One last thank you to this week's sponsor, Kelm's Chronic Dispensary, your premier destination for all your cannabis needs. Good luck. God bless. Go Bills.